Hello, world. Um, <laughs> I think I pressed the record button way too prematurely on that one, but <laughs> what a way to start the show. Hold on. Let me get some water before I die on this goddamn mic. Um, yeah. What's up, people? Hold on. I ain't drinking the water yet. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, yeah, this is, this is, um, PC podcast, VOG podcast. Yeah. What a way to start the show. This is the first time for everything. And you know, it happens when it's supposed to. So, you know, it is what it is, man. PC podcast, VOG podcast. I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. Um, follow me on IG under that same name. Follow me on Twitter at DHF818, and uh, follow me on Facebook at Derek, Derek Flint, man. You know what it is, man. Um, just here here with you people, even though some of you disgust me, but, you know. <laughs> but nonetheless, I am here. I am grinding. I am um, I'm back at it, man. Listen, this ain't stopping until, you know. I, listen, somebody's going to sign me. I don't know who it's going to be as of yet. And I don't know what else or what other ventures this is going to blossom into. But I'm just telling you this now so, you know, you have a heads up that you are, you know, one of the first listeners before this here podcast of mine blows up. And um, my voice takes me places that, you know, my body couldn't because, you know, I'm half naked all over the gram. But, you know, <clears throat> it is what it is, people. Nonetheless, I'm here with you tonight. And, um... <laughs> I love you. I appreciate you for listening. The numbers are going going in the right direction. And um as I said, man, yeah, I need like a hundred thousand listens per episode before uh anybody will take me seriously. And at that point, you know, I'll probably be making enough money off of that to where I won't I can actually negotiate a deal instead of taking a deal that is given to me. So yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend and get the word out. Um, because yeah, this here is on the rise, and um, I'm just here to kick it with you and uh, bring you bring you the updates um, on this here planet that I live on with you people in this in this country that we call America, which is <laughs> just the land of fuckery and bullshit. But at the end of the day. It's all bullshit, people, as I say on a regular basis. And uh, I encourage you to think globally and not locally, because thinking globally, I mean, thinking locally will have you fucked up. Uh, Don't die over your block. Don't die over your hood. Don't die over your gang. Because, you know, they don't love you, my guy. They don't love you. Uh, Yeah, that's just a lesson for the younger heads who may be listening. But, uh, yeah, you know. You know what it is. Let's get into it. Um, I forgot how I was going to start the show off. Actually, I think I think that cough at the beginning of the show just just completely threw my whole head off. And uh, this show might not be the normal duration of the other shows because um, you know, all right, here's why <coughs> I am disgusted with you. Uh, I, I'm not. <laughs> Not you, my listeners, just, you know, people in general or the mindset or mind frame that we are stuck in at this moment. And uh, the reason I say this is 
the the perspective of the perspective that I have in terms of media control, television influence, and emotional control on a somewhat mass level that can be exerted by unseen forces that people do not understand. And the emotions aren't steady. And by steady, I mean they don't... Let me try to think how to phrase this. Is they don't... They don't carry over to very similar instances the same way that they do for stuff that's publicized in the media. And the fact that the media has this control over people and can sway their emotions in different manners, it's very, very devious. But if you don't know already, excuse me, that is why the television was created. If you really want to keep it a buck and if you do your history, if you do your research and, uh, just go back. And there's a reason they call it the idiot box and other monikers that they had for it because <laughs> you're not going to really learn many facts from TV. And it's it depends on what you watch. Let me say that much. But if you watch mainstream TV, you're not going to learn many facts. And believe it or not, it is used to sway your emotions. And I'll give you a prime example that that even almost got me, but it didn't because I knew something was off. Listen, if they persuaded all these wars that they kind of persuade the mass public to get behind only to find out that we were wrong all along, which has pretty much been almost every conflict over this course or period of history that we now live in. And... I say this because <laughs> you know, I really want to stop talking about the topic that I'm going to go into, but it's the mind control factor of the television and the people who don't understand it or can't see it. And I'm not looking down on anyone because I understand the topics or subjects that the media kind of influences in, in in certain instances may hit home with some people for various, various reasons. And I understand that because I can empathize with that factor. But on the same light, as I said in the last show, is just that I need that same energy for similar stories. Because in turn, if you are only triggered by the things that hit very close to home with you, that means it kind of says that you only care about things that you are familiar with or things that may have happened to you. But if if it is outside of that scope, you don't care or have the same emotional impact or drive behind it. And I'm not 
saying that's wrong because I can't tell anybody that their feelings are wrong or how they feel in certain instances are actually wrong. That's not my place, and I'm not going to do that. What I am saying is <sighs> there has to be some kind of control factor or some self-realization mechanism that in your head should trigger at some point that, you know, these instances are not that far apart. And <laughs> the fact that you there's so much energy behind one, but there's not that same energy behind the other, it's hypocritical to some extent. But as I said, I understand they are empathizing and sympathizing because it touched a nerve with them personally because of something they go through or something somebody they know may have gone through. And that's understandable. I get it. But <laughs> I just need that same energy, though. And that's the problem with me. And may, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe I need to change. But you like <laughs> if you feel so strongly about something in one instance... <laughs> you should feel that same way all the time. And as I say this, I realize that I <laughs> I can be hypocritical in this same light as well. And <laughs> I'm going to give you an example. It's a horrible, horrible example. But, you know, the motto is nobody's taking a bullet for anybody who isn't their mother, child, or somebody very close to them. And even in those instances, you know, except for the mother and child, there's not many people, anybody who are willing to take a bullet for. And the example, you know, I'm going to use in a broad aspect and not just, well, in reference to myself, because I said it was kind of hypocritical on my part. Like if somebody hits a woman in my family, it, like there's bound to be some repercussions in some form or fashion, you know. <laughs> granted I would say you know what what transpired or I would try to figure that out but that is my problem is you know they tell me <laughs> I react first and talk later but I'm trying to change that because I'm trying to become a better person in general so um in that same light you know if I've learned in that same manner don't get involved in people's domestic husband wife disputes so if you see a couple out fighting and <laughs> the guy like might if he slaps the woman I can't immediately say that I would just jump in and beat the guy up because it's <laughs> way I'm not laughing at any domestic violence situations but the logic in my head is like yo I don't know what transpired before that and that's that's hypocritical because it's not the same energy. So I too can be caught in this box. I'm not shitting on anybody. I don't do that. I don't do this show from that perspective. I'm not shitting on anyone. And it, it like we all have it, I guess. But the 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 climate, and I I think as I said, it's mainly it might be confined to just the black. To black 
a culture, I guess. And um, I <laughs> fuck man, this is like this may be like the third show where I got to mention this shit, but I'm gonna keep it brief on him, and then I'm gonna move on to, you know, other instances where I say like you know, keep that keep that same energy, um, because we are living in some very crazy times. If you really want to keep it a buck, and um. There's an agenda being pushed, as I always say. Um, we just don't know what the extent or which phase of the agenda that they are actually in. And some of you don't even know there's an agenda going on. But I suggest you just Google it, research it, you know. Just do the best you can in trying to keep up with it. Now, with that being said, I hate to do it to your eardrums again for, you know, a third show. But this is what hampers my thought process a little bit, but it adds to the show and it adds to the, my creation of what I'm doing here. But this whole, <laughs> make this disclaimer, as I have to do, just in case any of these shows resurface in the future and it comes back, yeah, I don't want nothing to come back and bite me in the ass. All I'm saying is, I I don't agree with anything R. Kelly was doing. I don't bang with him. That's not my guy. He makes some great music, but I don't, it's not, I'm not caping for him in general. I'm just trying to point out to people that <laughs> I'm not saying whatever feelings they have over the whole thing are manufactured by the Lifetime documentary, but it may have added some spice to whatever they were feeling or whatever they didn't know or, you know, <laughs> things of that nature man and um the uh the problem it's not even a problem really it's just as i said the hypocrisy and i'm guilty of it too like uh, but not in this instance for the most part not when it comes to this topic but it's uh <laughs> everybody is happy or it, they seem to be uh, getting some sort of relief or happiness out of the fact that this man may now be charged with criminal charges over what, you know, the whole Lifetime documentary and the whole thing. All right. Now, granted, okay, he might deserve it for shit he did with the underage people. I don't know. It's all alleged. We don't know. Um, but, but, now here, I'm trying to get butt out of my vocabulary too, but... <clears throat> here's my 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 thing that goes into this whole saga that's playing out or the media manipulation or a divisive tactic that they are using to get people to infight as i said people have unfriended me on on social media platforms over my stance on this and um i, I don't care that they have but it's it's really weird that a lifetime documentary could make somebody feel that strongly or people feel that strongly in general. But let's just, you know, I gave you three entities with the last show. I don't need to go over them again and um, just go. I don't need to go over them again because those are three big entities and nobody is in a crying outrage about them. But this one lifetime documentary put a lot of minority or black people in their feelings and it's 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 
it's I'm befuddled, beloved, in the words of Taxstone when it comes to the whole thing. Because, you know, while this is going on, uh <laughs> now I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. R.I.P. Um sex workers need a lot more protection than uh we really we really believe. And uh first of all, prostitution should be legal in general. It's all right, listen. All the high class people basically solicit prostitutes. I'm not saying all of them, but there's a high majority of them that may indulge in prostitution from time to time. And, you know, it's the world's oldest profession. So, you know, <laughs> I don't understand why it's illegal and they need more protection. And, you know, here's my question, right? I I get it. The whole documentary, yeah, the Lifetime special. But then, but then, you know, there's a story. There's a gentleman, a gentleman named Ed Buck. I don't know if his name is Edward, but his name is Ed Buck. I'm going to need you to Google this if you haven't seen it or if you don't follow my Instagram or if you haven't heard the story because they didn't make a Lifetime special on it or they didn't, you know, it's not as publicized as it should be. But he's a um, he's a prominent Democratic donor, so he's in a mix in Washington D.C. and he's a politician, and um, <laughs> he's sixty five years old, right? He lives in West Hollywood, California, right? Get this straight, get this straight, right? Let's understand this. In the past eighteen months. I'm staying on topic, but R. Kelly and Bill Cosby's shit was 30-plus years ago, my guy. Um, in the past 18 months, there have been two black young male prostitutes who have been found dead in his West Hollywood apartment. And they are ruling both of them accidental drug overdoses. But... Here's the kicker, is that um, there's been no charges filed against this man at all. This is the second, second dead young black prostitute. I'm not laughing at the situation. It's the second dead young black prostitute in 18 months. Somehow, though, somehow... This is not headline news, and the guy has not been charged with one body as of yet. There's no drug possession charges. There's no charges against this guy. None. So, (laughs) I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just trying to figure out, like, (laughs) How is this not bigger than the other one? How? And I'm not saying, I already made the disclaimer. Nobody died in that case. There's two people dead in this one guy's apartment in 18 months. Do their lives matter less because they were prostitutes? Like or because they were young black male prostitutes, 
does that mean their lives mean less because of that? Or is the other one more publicized and fantas- like fanaticized and made for mainstream consumption to evoke feelings in regards to this gentleman? So, just in reading this story and not seeing any outrage online or in the national media or anything of that nature, like, does nobody but me see anything wrong with that? Like, this is the, (laughs) it's the problem that I'm having what I say like you people disgust me is because I don't understand it because it's uh as I said it's hypocritical man like I I need people to keep that same energy but when it comes to this there's nothing not a peep not a mainstream media coverage and as I, I, I somebody who I'm discussing these things with online who is, you know, somebody who's an associate, like, online, and they're very, you know, feel away about the R. Kelly thing. But then when I question them about this, they're like, yo, I can't jump all over that because I got to wait for more information to come out. And I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. It's two dead guys in 18 months in the same guy's apartment. But you need more information and I'm like, yo, what do you need? A lifetime special? You need a lifetime special before, you know, before you believe it. <laughs> yo, I why do I live on this planet? Yo, uh, like my uh, you know, my adopted drunk uncle Shammy always says, like, yo, <laughs> I'm not listening. I have a broad audience. I don't know who who is listening to this, but like I'm talking to I'm talking to the niggas right now. Like it's my drunk uncle Shammy says, like you niggas don't believe nothing until the white man or the television tells it to you. And it's really how <laughs> let me not go into all that, man. I'm not gonna alienate um I'm not gonna alienate my audience if they don't happen to be of the African American or black persuasion. I'm not gonna go into that. That's not that's a that's a discussion for another time, but I'm just trying to figure out where that energy is, because you know two people are dead, and um, this happened within the last 18 months. They just locked Bill Cosby up for, for shit that happened 30 years ago, but this is happening now, and the dude hasn't been charged. So I'm kind of. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of befuddled, as I said, man. Salute to tax, man. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a quagmire in my head, man. But I, I don't let it bother me, cause I'm not involved in this whole thing emotionally. I'm just trying to figure out, and I'm trying to point out to people to let them know, like, yo, you're. I'm not saying your emotions are unreal. I'm only trying to point out to you that your emotions are being swayed by a control method and I'm catching flack for this. I'm catching flack for trying to alert people that, you know, yo, 
Um, <laughs> what he did was bad. You already knew, though. Like, we knew. Um, we knew. And I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not doing anything of that nature. But Ed Buck, Ed Buck, two dead guys in 18 months. There's no energy. There's no energy. You're waiting for details. <laughs> what more details could you possibly need? And this is this is why, you know, I in turn say like some of you people disgust me because it, it's um, <laughs> it's just really it's really it's really weird in my head. Let me not skip over these because you know let me um, <laughs> I'm gonna finish that Ed Buck story, man. Um, let me give the guy some credit, man. There was R.I.P. to these guys, no matter what their profession was, no matter what they did, whatever. The guy's name was uh, Jamel Moore, and he was a 26-year-old who died of a methamphetamine OD in Buck's home 18 months ago. So a guy OD'd on meth in Ed Buck's West Hollywood home, and... He hasn't been charged in that case at all. And then he had a, the other guy who just died, like recently. This was like a story that just broke today. I didn't get, like I should go into the details, but I know it just happened today. And um, I don't have the other gentleman's name, but that's two dead guys in this guy at Buck's home and you niggas have no energy. I don't want this. Waiting for details. It's two dead guys who were doing drugs in somebody's apartment. Listen to me very carefully. You try that. I, you, <laughs> I'm not saying anybody do this, but you could you imagine you have a prostitute and she dies in your apartment, some drug OD, and you don't catch any charges? That's not going to happen. It's not. It's just not going to happen. That's not how it works in the world of non-politician, non-gangster, which is somebody who doesn't have lawyer money. That's not how it works. So I don't know what this guy's deal is or what ties he has in general, but um, there's <laughs> two dead guys. He catches no charges. And um, and y'all are y'all are mad at me and mad at R. Kelly. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. What I'm saying with my forehead, like I got my hand on my forehead. Like I just don't, I don't understand, because the energy is just different. But and I, I don't, I, I don't know why. So like somebody send me some feedback and let me know why the energy is so different for these cases um cause there's two dead people but um <laughs> nah yeah yeah right, listen as I said let me get this disclaimer again I'm not defending R. Kelly I'm not <laughs> I'm not I don't bang with the guy yes he's sick yes he has problems he told he told niggas this a long time ago he told y'all y'all already knew we knew we already knew I'm not saying that makes it right, but we already knew. And, um, you know, <laughs> there's another thing. Like, like, you can't say, like, yo, listen, 
let me just put this in perspective for everybody. But this is the day and age we live in because it's the information age, whatever. Like, yo, Elvis Presley, he took Priscilla when she was 14. Um, that's a clear, 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 clear perv move. But, you know, <laughs> I, I just saw Drunk Uncle Shammy on his show. He, yo, ask Shampoo, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, go watch everything on there. Shammy in the streets. Go watch all of that, man. It's hilarious. Go watch uh, the Star Report, too. Definitely check both of those out. Those are two that I would definitely recommend to you. And um, he just said on his show, he's like, yo, you can't say nothing to nobody about Elvis Presley, even though what he did. You can't, <laughs> you can't confront people about Michael Jackson because, you know, <laughs> as I asked y'all last time, yo, Michael Jackson was normal, right? He was normal, right? Yeah, we come on, man. Like, yo, here's a funny thing. Like, niggas will defend that to the day they die. But, <laughs> yo, I really feel bad because I know to some people it sounds like I'm defending whatever is going on, but I'm not. I'm just trying to question the mind state of. Listen, I'm the one wondering if artificial intelligence and um <laughs> and uh like 5G is already in control. So, you know, I'm just trying to figure out at what stage of this transition we're in. And I'm realizing that there's a lot going on that people don't even realize. Because as I said, uh, <laughs> let me just go down the list real quick. Just off the top, man. Uh since niggas want, you know, they want his music gone and they want him in jail and all this other stuff. Hey, Jared Fogle, the subway guy, admitted to some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, I think he's still eat Subway. Um, <laughs> I already gave you, I'm not mentioning the three entities again, but you niggas still go to the movies. You still go to, you know, Still go worship. Not that saying there's anything wrong with worship, because there is a spiritual science, but it, it, you still go there. Um, matter of fact, speaking on that, um, the uh, Global Catholic Organization Opus Day paid almost a million dollars for a sexual misconduct suit for Reverend John C. McCloskey, who is another Washington insider. And um, yeah, that's a church organization paying out. I think it was like nine hundred and seventy thousand dollars to somebody in a sexual assault thing. <laughs> yeah, I told you because we are all savages, but nobody wants to listen to me. Everybody, you know, we follow in this human order that um <laughs> somehow is ingrained in us somehow, but um. Jared Fogle, uh, yelling boycott Subway. Stephen Collins was going through it at the same time as the Bill Cosby thing. Nothing happened to him. Um, Elvis, we already sold that, man. Uh, Woody Allen married his, his adopted daughter. What else, man? What, what, what else do I have to mention 
And then um, I'm not trying to get you to stop being mad at him. What I am trying to do, though, is I am trying to give you other instances of things that are either similar or way worse, but you have no emotion toward those because they weren't in a Lifetime movie on your television. But you have emotion over the other thing because of certain reasons. Especially the the TV is the main reason, but there are other reasons that you won't understand in general. And um, I'm not saying that for everybody, but uh, the Willie Lynch syndrome is very, very real. So, you know, I just gave you about four or five people who you have no energy for. No energy. And I understand because it could have been your mother, your sister, your cousin, whatever. If that's your reasoning behind it, it like, like, we talking about kids here. If a kid is a kid, what is the difference? This is what I'm trying to figure out here. I'm just trying to figure out the energy. But it's not my job to figure it out. But I am trying to make you think of... You should question yourself as to why your energy is different in all of it. And I'm not defending anybody. If Listen, if R. Kelly is guilty of the same crimes as Jared Fogle, Stephen Collins, or Ed Buck. If he's guilty of the same crimes as Ed Buck... Uh, yes, he should go to jail. But if you're screaming R. Kelly should go to jail, but Ed Buck, who's been found in the last 18 months with two dead male prostitutes in his apartment, I need you to scream for him to go to jail as well. Because if not, I, I, I'm like, uh, if not, you you can't have it both ways. And I'm not saying, you know, one is worse than the other or one is, you know, deserves less time than the other. But look at what the media shows you. Look and look at how your emotions are. You're emotionally invested in one, but the other one will be gone and forgotten by time you even care about it. And then, you know, that's just the way. You know, the media controls people because <laughs> this is America and this is where we live. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I live on this planet. And, you know, I'm not disgusted with anyone. You know, I'm just trying to get you to think on a different level or a different plane from what you may be used to. And I'm trying to do that myself. So, you know, if anybody can explain to me, like if a kid is a kid, how is R. Kelly different from Jared Fogle, Stephen Collins, Woody Allen, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, and uh, last but not least, Ed Buck. Ed fucking Buck. Two dead gay male prostitutes in 18 months. But you niggas want R. Kelly to go to jail. Fuck my life, man. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it, man. That's all I wanted to go into with y'all for today, man. I actually had notes for the show. I think it went a little more coherent and a little more flowing than normal. But um, yo, I need everybody to keep that same energy, though. I'm not saying let anybody off the hook. I just want the same energy for everybody because if not, you know, if not, <laughs> we are we're already all fucked. It's only going to make it worse and it's only going to divide us more. Because there's going to be a group of people who see it. There's always going to be differences in opinions. But if we can't at least talk about it or build the conversation about it, then uh, then we're really fucked, man. Uh, I hate this. Yo, this one was a gloomy show. Well, I hope you had to laugh. And I hope, you know, if you don't know who Ed Buck is, Google it. If you don't know who Stephen Collins is, Google it. If you don't know who Willie Allen is, definitely Google that shit. And, uh, but Ed Buck. God damn, Ed. Ed, you're a sick, sick man. And uh, allegedly, you're a sick, sick man. Uh, <laughs> yo, all prostitutes in general, be careful out there, man. Yo, this is PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Derek H. Flint. Follow me on Twitter at DHF818. And uh, yeah, that's the show for tonight, man. I appreciate y'all listening, man. One.